1: Hey everybody, welcome back to F&A Van Life, the podcast. I'm
2: Frankie. And
1: I'm Alex.
2: And together we are F&A Van Life.
1: Yes, we are.
2: Yeah. Oh, did we already say F&A Van Life? Well,
1: I think we did, but that's okay. <laughs> uh, we just really want to drill it home that yeah. we are f Van Life.
2: I'm the F, she's the A. And this is F&A Van Life. There you go.
1: (laughs) Today, we have a very special guest. His name is Justin from Pacific Pioneer on Instagram. He has a 30-foot bus. 31 foot? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, and it's really beautiful. He's built it so that it can be almost like the ultimate hangout van.
2: Yeah, I feel like it it felt like such a bachelor pad, I feel like. It was very much like a... Younger, more party vibe to it, Uh, but at the same time, super homey feeling. Yeah, I don't so, know how you capture that, but he did it.
1: <laughs> I think it's all the woodwork that he's added into it that really gives it that warm vibe.
2: Yeah, especially the ceiling that he the has. The ceiling
1: is crazy. You guys have to get over to YouTube to watch this van tour because it's really beautiful. But what we want to talk about, Justin, is that he is a part-time van lifer. I should
2: say before they go on, if they don't know our YouTube channel, it is called... Once again, F&A van life. <laughs> really drilling at <it> home today. <laughs> well, you know, you never know. It could be a new listener who doesn't know that our YouTube channel is same as our podcast. There you go.
1: All right, so check out the YouTube video of Pacific Pioneer's bus tour for sure. But so the really cool thing about him is that he built this bus not to be his full-time rig, which I think most of the people that we've done van tours for... So far, have
2: been full timers for the most part.
1: Right. If you hear something weird, Paco is just going crazy on Frankie. Yeah, he's trying to lick
2: my fingers and bite me and all the good stuff, you know?
1: (laughs) So, a little bit of puppy ASMR for you.
2: It's funny because every time that we actually settle down to like shoot a podcast or film something, that's when he starts going crazy. But, meanwhile, we could be out there working and he's doing nothing.
1: Yeah. He literally just sat on my lap for at least half an hour, 20 minutes, just completely chilled out. And now he's like, let's do it. Teeth up, ready to play. Yeah. So, anyways, we thought that it was really cool that he does part-time van life. And we kind of wanted to talk about the advantages... Of that but first let's do an update from the road
2: yeah I mean where are we right now Alex we're in Canada right
1: yes we've officially crossed a border we are in Canada we flew here so as you guys know we recently sold our rig
2: Sorry, he's biting me pretty hard right now.
1: (laughs) We recently sold Lolo and moved into an empty van. So there is nothing in there that is livable. There is no insulation. It would have been absolutely freezing cold and so many miles to drive the van up here.
2: And also just the fact that I'm sure Canadians don't want Americans coming in across the border right now. Just due to the numbers being so high and everything, I feel like everybody's on pretty high alert.
1: Yeah, we've definitely gotten some negative comments on our YouTube channel about crossing into Canada. But of course we are taking all the precautions that the government requires. We're actually currently in quarantine at my parents' house in their basement. Um, so we haven't had any contact with anybody. We've worn our mask and we're doing for the whole whole airport. Yeah, we're doing what is required of us.
2: But guys don't feel bad for us in any type of way because this quarantine, we have a beautiful view and Alex's parents have been super nice to leave some really delicious food on the stairs for us. And then, you know, they vacate the area and then we pick up the food and, you know, it it works out really well and it's absolutely delicious. So we've, we've been feeling pretty good being in quarantine.
1: Yes, we're feeling very lucky and blessed. And so even though we have this time, we're making the best of it. We're doing these podcasts. We're working on our YouTube channel. We have a bunch of live streams that we're doing tomorrow. So we're actually keeping quite busy. Even though we can't go anywhere or see any other humans.
2: Yeah. You know, we'll be able to do that eventually, though. Right. Sorry, I'm always looking at the positive.
1: Hey, (laughs) me too, man. I'm with you. So, back to Justin. One of the greatest things, I think, about having your van life rig be a part-time vehicle is that you really kind of get the Best of both worlds. You have the stability of your home address. You have all the luxuries that a house provides. But then you also have the ability to kick off whenever you want. Bless you, Paco.
2: Paco's like, I want to play so (laughs) bad. I'm about
1: to let him outside. Yeah, I think we should. So you can kick off whenever you want and really just explore all the beautiful scenery around you with your tiny home on wheels. I think one of the biggest benefits of part-time van life is that you have all of the comforts of home. So you have your residence, you have everything that you would possibly need at your house, maybe you have a steady full-time job that is, you know, based out of a location. But then, on the weekends or on your vacation time, you have the perfect vehicle to escape and enjoy nature.
2: Well, yeah, and the way that I think about it, too, is um, that... If you could wind up getting, being able to live in your rig depending on the city that you're in, because I'm sure that part of his reasoning is because of the spot that he lives at. Um, they have laws against living in your van or your bus or whatever it is. So, in that case, if you can, and you could live out of your van, you could save a ton of money on rent. Um, that's one good reason if you would be able to do it full-time, you know. But, yeah, I think part-time is, is great to be able to have the perfect adventure rig to get away to snowboard or bike or whatever it is your hobbies are that you truly love and enjoy. You could get out to a lake or paddleboard and whatever it is, and you have all your belongings with you no matter what.
1: Mm-hmm. And I think it's also really good for, like, families, for example. Mm-hmm. So, like, if you want your kids to have the stability of, you know, a brick and mortar home and their, you know, dance clubs and softball teams and things mm-hmm. like that, but then you also want to be able to adventure and explore, it's kind of the best of both worlds.
2: Yes. And it's the least expensive when it comes to travel, too.
1: Absolutely. You can see so many beautiful, amazing places all over your continent really
2: not have to pay for a hotel not have to pay for a flight not have to pay for all these different things that are super expensive and then you don't have to pay to go out to eat because everything is there to cook you know it's it's kind of kind of perfect if you ask me
1: Mm -hmm. but you'll see from justin that he's already talking about going full time and how to make that transition because i think what you will find is that once you've kind of dipped your toe into the van life world you'll realize that it's very attractive
2: yeah it's like almost intoxicating it like draws you in and makes you want to be a part of it um even more so than you already are when you're a part-timer
1: Mm-hmm. And then you start thinking about, well, how can I shift my life or shift my work or shift all my commitments so that I could be on the road and possibly make this a full-time adventure?
2: Yeah, I mean, it's it's like the first time you try anything. Uh, there's a period where you decide whether or not you like it. And I think for a lot of part-timers that continue it, they enjoy it so much that they want to make it full-time.
1: Mm-hmm. But on the flip side, if you're a part-timer who decides this isn't for me, because I'm sure there are people who've gotten into van life, sold everything they owned, moved out of their homes, you know, got rid of their leases, and hated it. And yeah, it just it wasn't for them. For sure. So this is a great way to kind of get into it, keep the security and the safety net of home, and then kind of dabble in the van life world and see, you know, is this something that I want to do full-time? Is this where I want to kind of transition my life to? And if the answer is no, that's okay too.
2: Yeah, it is. There's nothing. There's no problem with you having your opinion on what type of lifestyle you want to live. That's okay, and everybody should be okay with what that is for you
1: hmm but obviously we really love van life, and we think that most people will love it. Obviously, there's certain people, you know, even friends and family of ours who mm-hmm. are like, oh, I could never do that.
2: Yeah, and if they have never done it once, so they don't even know the possibility of it, though.
1: Right, I agree with that. We're like, you know, we're like, don't knock it till you try it. Yes, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, but I, I think that having the best of both worlds is a really great way to kind of start and then also if you think about it say you build out this beautiful rig and then you decide that you don't want to do it you've really made an investment Mm -hmm. because that rig is now way more valuable than it was when you purchased it
2: yeah especially if you built it out by yourself yes Mm -hmm. yeah so i think that we're going to get right into this and we're going to ask justin the question
0: why van life growing up my family's kind of idea of a vacation was a road trip And, you know, sometimes at the time I wasn't the most excited for them, but I think everything kind of comes full circle. And, you know, the outdoors are my favorite now. I do a lot of hiking, um, getting more into cold water snorkeling now because I live in Washington and it's, it's freezing. But I wanted something that I could kind of make exactly how I wanted. My parents' RV is always falling apart. I can't stand up in it. The buses have really nice clearance. um, And I just wanted something that I could make completely my own, but also have enough room to take whoever I want with me. So that's kind of the reason for the size of the bus. Mm -hmm. Um, But I usually do need people with me because the gas mileage is so terrible.
1: (laughs) You got to split the bill. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah,
0: it's expensive. I get like eight and a half, which I think I get the worst out of every bus I've talked to, Oh no! Um, which I don't know why. I feel why. like
1: eight's pretty common. Yeah,
0: yeah, I've heard, I think I do go faster than most people, which is where I'm going wrong. Yeah. Um, I usually cruise like at 65, which I think is, most people have said they're right around 55, maybe 60. So if I slow down, I'll probably save a little
1: bit. Well, you got places to go, yeah, so you got to get there Places to go, quick. things to see. <laughs> um, so it sounds like you do a lot of like outdoorsy mm-hmm. stuff. And that was kind of like the catalyst. Yeah. Um, but you're still like working in the city, and so this is mm-hmm. like a weekend warrior. Yeah, kind of pretty thing.
0: much. So I, I built it not with the atten- intention to live in it full time. I'd probably have a full bathroom and you know permanent shower if I was. Um, so that's you know why I can seat eleven people instead. I use it, you know, for the summer I did a couple week long trips which were awesome down through Oregon. I'd love to go back through Canada but, you know, border's closed right now. Um, But I do a lot of astrophotography with my friends so we'll take this up to a trailhead, sleep in it the night before and then get up really early so it just makes it much easier to be able to take something that you can sleep in. And then hike out of, and then come nap in when you're back. It's just because astrophotography takes it out of you, anyways, because you're just hiking through the night, anyways.
1: Yeah. yeah. It's astrophotography like of stars. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it, you gotta wait um, till it's very, very dark, right. out, which in the summer is hard, because it's you know you can't actually see the Milky Way in the winter, which is difficult. So you have to do it in the summer, but you know it can be light. You gotta wait till you know sometimes like one, two o'clock till it's it's super dark out till you can see all the good stars
1: cool mm-hmm. So do you like nap and then go or do you just yeah. like open the bar up and then <laughs> no up. so
0: we usually try and get a couple hours in of sleep before we do that so we'll get to the trailhead pretty early in the evening maybe eat dinner have a drink or two play some cards but we try and get to bread pretty early because we usually will be getting up at two or three
1: to then head out for yeah. your hike
0: yeah, yeah to then head up and hike.
1: Mm-hmm. hi, Frank. Hi,
0: guys. <laughs> Sorry, you good? Come on in. Hi, how are we doing? What are good. we
2: up to?
1: Um, we're doing the Why Van Life podcast. Oh,
2: nice.
0: Hi, buddy. Oh, the
1: pups are here. <laughs>
0: nice to see you. Oh, so you might do you make think Paco that, jealous? Right. Yeah, right? <laughs>
1: Paco's right here. Um, so do you think that you would ever want to live in it full time? Yeah.
0: So I actually would like to live in it full time now. The issue is that I live north of Seattle, and all of the cities have ordinances against living in RVs, motorhomes, school bus conversions. Mm. You can pretty much only stay in one person's property for two weeks, for two times, but you have to split that up between six months.
1: It's very um, complicated.
0: It is complicated, so you know, you get one complaint from a neighbor and you have to go. Um, and it's not really a area that I feel safe moving it around all the time, mm-hmm. leaving it on the street. Um, you know I had had a card stolen from my driveway before and I think mm. something like this where I do have lots of nice like photography equipment I have yeah. a laptop they're not things I want to leave kind of
2: do you think that you'll okay. get to
0: you think that you'll get to a point where you're like alright I'm out of the city
1: yeah like you what's know, keeping you in what's Seattle? Keeping
0: Seattle yeah I mean that's a good question I, I could I could move I do like being somewhat close to the city um, and now, I don't work in a restaurant anymore, but I did for a really long time, so working in one in the city that was really busy, a little expensive, more expensive, mm-hmm. helped me just because I got much more tips, and that's what kind of funded this whole project. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But
2: Yeah, I know that feeling, yeah. uh, you know, working in the restaurants yeah. and being in the spot where you're going to make more money, yeah. but, you know, um, moving into, like, a new job, possibly mm-hmm. a career... You know, doing the tours and things like that. Mm -hmm. Um, It might allow you to be able to, you know, get just outside, far enough to where you could be in the bus, Mm -hmm. but then still make your, you know, way back in the town Mm -hmm. and whatnot.
0: Yeah, and it's it's something I'm definitely. You know, it's not something I'm shutting out. It's something Mm -hmm. that I'm kind of trying to keep my doors open to. work into that lifestyle sometime because um, mm-hmm. i definitely i could live in here yeah, yeah it wouldn't be hard i mean mm-hmm. i feel like anybody could live <laughs> in this
2: bus this thing
0: is dope yeah thank you yeah yeah mm-hmm. um how long have you had this
2: bus for and how long did it take for you to like you know make your conversion
0: um i bought the bus i don't know a little over a year and a half ago the conversion tip was taking me a little over a year from when i first bought it um It was definitely aided by coronavirus because I worked in the restaurant industry. So I had three months off at the start. You know, I think that was like end of January, maybe start of February. Mm -hmm. So, because the whole time I was working full time pretty much, Mm -hmm. and so I didn't have a ton of extra time to work on the bus, Mm -hmm. but having that extra three months was really what allowed me to finish everything I needed to. I ended up, you know, doing the deck on top, which was gonna get postponed for like at least another year. But with all this extra time, I could finish it. Um, Without that time off, you know, I I would still be converting it today. So I guess you could say the pandemic, like it helped you out. Yeah, which is like, I don't know, you kind of feel guilty about it because it is such a bad thing. And so many people are negatively affected by it. Mm. But for me, it helped me definitely. Yeah. Um, Which, I don't know. I feel feel like like you're not alone though, because a lot
1: of people here, wouldn't be in there like a lot of people just bought theirs. yeah because yeah. of coronavirus yeah, yeah. or like you know so you're not alone in the fact yeah. that like it helped you get yeah. and it's road. not
0: something that you ne- that i should feel guilty about no. but um there's just it's like that bittersweet kind Catch of yeah, two, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah and
2: i think that like uh, all of us noticed that there was a uh, opportunity mm-hmm. uh you know when this happened yeah. to you know live your dream in a sense mm-hmm. uh you know because a lot of people i think were so Stuck in the hustle, bustle, of the nine to yeah. five, that, and they realized, damn, what am I doing? Like, I really want to. Yeah, no, I actually got to
0: do my first trip in it too, at, you know, kind of towards the end before going back to work. So I did a two week trip down through Oregon, um, which was awesome. And, you know, that wouldn't have been possible either had, yeah. had that happened. Nice.
2: Cool. And meeting just all these, like, awesome people out here is, yeah. you know, yeah. is the, just the, the, com- on top.
0: the community for this is actually so we're at the Wolfpack Roundup obviously right now this is the first time I've met other van life or bus life people and I've only been using my bus for you know four or five months yeah um and I've been chatting with people for you know the last year online through Instagram getting tips um you know seeing what works for them in their bus what works for them in their van and you know it's finally good to meet people in person and yeah. like this is the most welcoming community I think there is right um, you know I think Frank me and you were talking about like back home where you know I, I live I don't know some of my neighbors as well as I know these people I met you know two or three days ago yeah right um, which is just a crazy thing but Everyone's just so excited for each other, which is awesome, uh-huh. and so willing to you know be there and help each other.
2: Yeah, and even like the Instagram community that you've been talking mm-hmm. to, I'm sure most people that you've reached out to or talked yeah. to, it was easy conversation. They were yeah. all willing to help. Yeah, you know,
1: or
0: give you ideas. Yeah, they're not so. they're not leaving you unread. They no. are they are giving you like thoughtful, detailed responses to what you're asking, yeah. which is really cool. Awesome. Mm.
1: So what's next? What's uh, what's what's in- next?
0: So I mean, I did build this whole thing for traveling. So. I do want to do a couple month long trip. Um, I love the Southwest. I've never been to New Orleans. I really want to get down there. Um, So now it's it's saving up the funds to do that. Unfortunately, my transmission went out in the bus and that set me back quite a bit of money. So that was kind of the big travel fund into keeping this going. So got to save up the funds and then do a big trip. But you know, winter's coming up, so there'll be snowboard trips. I got the Dickinson Marine heater, so winter is, uh, you know, it's a four-season vehicle now, so I can use it all through the winter. Awesome, awesome. Mm
2: -hmm. Well, we'll definitely have to hit the mountain together at some point in time. Yeah, no, that'd be awesome. Hopefully I have, uh, you know a couple of days on the hill here <laughs> yeah. you know with the whole building process we're right about to Yeah, you are going to be on
0: the east coast too. It's not uh, not quite the mountains over here. No, I'll be making my way west. Okay. Don't worry. Yeah, yeah. Good.
2: Yeah, I'll, I'll probably be like more uh southern though. So okay. like maybe like Taos and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, uh, Mammoth and Big mm-hmm. Bear and stuff nice. like that. Yeah. Nice
0: planning, kind of Southern California area. Southern uh, California? Yeah, we have like a thought and idea of
2: um, other people that are putting together like a caravanning thing for mm-hmm. like Baja California all the way up to Alaska. Wow. And if we have our rig done, mm-hmm. you know, in time, we'll be able to hit a few mountains yeah. and then
0: start that. You know, yeah. start that. All right, well, if you're doing that, you have to go through Washington, so we will have to hit some mountains. Yeah, there you 100%. Go. <laughs>
2: We hope you guys enjoyed that podcast with Justin. We know we had a great time talking to him. And I think you guys could see how intriguing it could be to want to become part of this community as well as, you know, start living full-time van life.
1: Yeah, and sorry for a little bit of background noise. We were at the Wolfpack Roundup, which was an amazing event that we attended uh, back in Oregon that was just so beautiful to meet so many like-minded people from the community and really just re-inspired us and Justin, obviously, to want to take that extra, you know, full-time leap into van life.
2: Yeah. And it doesn't matter if you're a part-timer, a full-timer, or if you're just dreaming about van life or anything, any type of alternative lifestyle, you know, we want to see you guys step out of the norm.
1: Yeah. And just choose a life that offers you freedom and makes you feel the best that you could possibly feel. It's never good to live a life on somebody else's terms, which I think is what we really felt we were doing back when we were living in New York. You know, we both had jobs that we worked, you know, 40 hours plus a week for 10 plus years.
2: 9 to 5 that grandma tells you to get, that your mom and dad tell you to get, that everybody is telling you in your ear that you should be doing.
1: Yeah, we just weren't feeling enthusiastic about it. You know, like it felt like we were building somebody else's dream that we were you know, working so hard and then just to come home and be exhausted and make dinner and go to bed.
2: And never have time for our own individual wants and needs. Yeah, You know, I could understand if the job that is the 9-5 is the career that you absolutely want mm-hmm. and you love it. I think that's amazing. You should live it, um, you know, and live it to its fullest. Uh, for us in particular, it wasn't that And I feel that a lot of us out there feel the same way.
1: Yeah. So if you're like us and you are feeling that need to step outside of the norm, be sure to check out our other podcast episodes. Or go check out Justin's van tour, or bus tour, I should say, on YouTube.
2: Yeah, it was super dope. I mean, now you'll get this actual visual of where we're sitting when we're having this podcast with Justin.
1: Yeah, it's really cool. So thank you guys so much for tuning in. We really appreciate you being here with us, and we will see you in the next episode.
2: Don't be afraid to step outside the norm. If you guys are loving
1: this F&A podcast and you want more, you're in luck. We've decided to release a special exclusive podcast every single month that's going to take you way more behind the scenes on what van life is really like. All you have to do is just join our Patreon, and we're going to hook you guys up. Patreon is a website where you can support creators that you love, hopefully like us, FNA Van Life. For a small monthly
2: donation, you guys can get more podcasts from us and also direct access to our YouTube videos before they even come out.
1: Go to FNAVanLife.com slash Patreon to sign up today and get instant access to so much behind-the-scenes content.